Hey everyone, and welcome to the Passionately Speaking Podcast. Oh yeah. Passionately Speaking Podcast, that's what we're calling it. Oh yeah. Um, Should we light some candles? No! <laughs> oh wait, there's really a candle there. Yeah, it's alright. Can I do my intro, please? Yeah, it's really intro. It's a chocolate candle, by the way. <laughs> we look like chocolate, smell like chocolate. Done, no. My name is Aria, and I am a self-proclaimed vantologist, if you didn't know. Um, I love to talk, and I love to get passionate about certain things, but... I feel like, anyway, we're going to get into it today. I don't um, like to talk, but I'm very passionate as well. <laughs> I'm very passionate about all the things that affect the world and the people in it. I'm a silent um, lover. You're a silent... I'm a silent lover. I can, I, will I ever be able to do an intro? Do your intro, do your intro. Do your intro. <laughs> so today, we're going to be speaking about, well, really influences, really. I think um, the world, we're all influenced by something, but... One thing that makes me question everything is more around like the younger generation today. Oh Lord! Because personally, I feel like I feel like everyone's <clears throat> wilding right now. I think it's it's crazy. Ooh. I think it's actually raging. You know, I get really worried about you know the things that young people are influenced by, and kind of how they're living their lifestyles at the moment. It's a bit mad, though. It's really mad. I could. First one, first wait, thing. wait, hold on, hold on. Wait. Before I get you talking to me, people don't even know who you are. Do they need to know who I am? Why not? Well, because I'm a big deal, isn't it? You're a big deal. I'm You're a big, big, I'm a big deal. deal. <laughs> so today, this is my first podcast. It's the first one I've done. Um, first passionately speaking podcast. And I've got my friend, Nigel, here. So, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm, a, I'm an artist and an amateur everything else. Is that how you're going to represent yourself? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm a damn good artist. I'm just an amateur everything else. I think the most important thing is the reason why I've chosen you to be on the first podcast is because we've been friends for about 10 years now. Jeez. Um, And I think we have some things in common, but also some differences in how we see... Oh, big differences. ...this particular um, discussion that we're going to have today about, you know, young people. Mm. Um, From seeing it from different lenses, obviously... I'm a female, you're a male. Mm, and I'm an only child. And you're an only child, you know. So the things that you saw growing up for yourself and the way how you see how things are for people today mm-hmm. will be very different. So obviously, as we were saying before, like, you know, young people Plus are... Plus I'm from South London. Plus I'm from South London, I'm from East. Yeah. So South... And right now you're in South, so you knew where to be. <laughs> you, knew, you knew exactly where to come. Well... Technically, from the no 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 keep it keep it as yeah we're coming to South in it from the perspective of the East London you know the way how I see it is that they're wilding up here more than they are down in East London so you now you're confused no you, you said you said up in South and down in East where are you where's North South East West I don't know East is on the it's not down is it because we're in it's... South yeah but you know what I mean anyway who says down East we're down South in it. Listen, yeah. Down is, south. Uh, apples and oranges, Down yeah? south, baby. <laughs> but basically, I feel, you know, I'm a bit worried about um, the young people of today. Mm. I feel like, you know, the things that... It's like, let's look at all of this stuff, like, with Afro Nation. Like, I know that we... There was a couple, like, when we were in uni, mm-hmm. there were a couple of, like, destination party, like, holidays. But I just feel like it wasn't... First of all, I don't think lots and lots and lots of people Amsterdam. went on it. Amsterdam. Amsterdam Weekender, isn't it? Damn. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, yep. Amsterdam Weekender. And then there was people going to like, um, where was, where's that place in Paphos? Was it Paphos? Not Paphos. Um, somewhere mm. in Greece. Malia. Not, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malia. 
people used to go to Malia. It was it was such a thing for people to go to Malia when they were like in going into uni. So from the mm-hmm. last year of college, isn't it? Mm. I enjoyed it. It was fun watching on people's social media. It was fun, but then I, but then again, social media wasn't such a massive thing back then. What? Hold on. We had Facebook. No, no, but hold on, wait. We have had Facebook, and we had that time people were reckless on Twitter. We were in that age when people were re- before people were going down looking at people's tweets and getting cancelled. People were reckless on Twitter. But we were reckless. The thing is, that's what I say. We were reckless with like I would. We, I I would say that we were more witty. So like, like, I feel like you we say were... witty, yeah. But our generation came up with Twitter jail. But that's what I'm saying. It was more like some stuff that we were doing with our words. Mm-hmm. So we were like, don't get to say that our jokes were so like raw. Like they, we they, knew they wouldn't last to, today. We knew that they wouldn't last today. Like people would really, but we we were really, and that's why I say witty because I feel like, you know, it's like we came from when you were in school. You came from the days of the cusses of like, oh, your mum. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it people used to be like your mum, and it was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, then we graduated to calling people like desert rats and pagan, <laughs> pagans, and but we were really witty with our words and our mouths and our jokes and as much as they could go you know they could go really far um it wasn't a thing where we were really trying to tear people down or you know really trying think, to destroy people do you know what i don't think anyone seeks out to destroy someone with their words mm. i've noticed that no one ever seeks out i think <clears throat> people don't understand the power of their own words mm. people don't it's you don't understand what you're saying because you can't see it from someone else's eyes. It's mm. your response. So, but even when I speak, when I, even when I go back to you know the fact that social media wasn't raging at those times back when we were younger, mm-hmm. it was. We had Facebook, and I yeah. remember I got my face my first Facebook account when I was, I think it was around maybe I don't want to say like sixteen, seventeen, maybe. I want to say it was probably around that time. It might be a little bit after, but um, I had my first Facebook profile when I was sixteen, seventeen. But at the same time, remember, we didn't really have camera phones that took good pictures. No. And took vid- good videos. So we weren't really of that era of having, like, our... our Exposing our, and embarrassing yeah, people. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't so wild. It wasn't like, you know, like, we weren't so focused on getting the perfect image. I know the, the only time that I think we were I think we were, we're really focused on having fun. Focused on actually, exactly, you know, yeah. sharing, having those memories to remember, not yeah. actually having them to document. Um... And but that's the following joke. Social media was there to meet new people. Like we were just like, why is this new person on my case? I'm, yeah. I'm not like for you girls. It was like the African uncles with the specific uh, what's it called side <laughs> profile, made with the shades on, and a little grizzle. <laughs> but I think even like in terms of like the things that people say, like now obviously when we were growing up, we always had YouTube. I feel like we had YouTube for such a long time. Yeah. But YouTube really kind of skyrocketed in the last like let's say like what six seven years yeah um and um now like we've got stuff like back chat on um youtube yeah no i know i don't i've ne- i can't lie to you i've watched back chat but i've never liked it because i feel like the the opinions and the thoughts are just so i don't know i want to say one-sided uh, do you know what watching it I had to change how i looked at it because you're not exactly having the deepest conversations when you realise this, you realise every answer is a character study. Mm. But then I think that's <clears> what the problem with this new... With the, the generate, with this generation is. Mm. The, the younger generation. It is that nothing is deep to them. Yeah. It's all very surface level. Whereas 
for me growing up you know i i my mum's a teacher mm -hmm. so you know everything that we spoke about or everything that we learned was very educational based and very intellectual based yeah, yeah. and i feel like that is something that's missing from this generation and also as well the people that influence it so therefore we've got people who don't have a lot of knowledge mm -hmm. only have like surface level knowledge now teaching because you have to remember that outside of remember for us growing up yeah we had those encyclopedias right i've still got them at home trust the big encyclopedias in, yeah, I, had, I had in carter 97 uh, and 2005 right so these are things that we were when we weren't on msn <laughs> oh wow <laughs> When we went on MSN, Fam, these the were... emoticons, <laughs> the emoticons for days. Remember, you try and type, and then it was just one big emoticon sentence. You're like, what am I even trying to say? <laughs> exactly. So these are the things that you know were kind of feeding us as knowledge growing up. But now we've got the YouTube age, the Twitter mm. age, the Instagram age. All of these things are now now fueling. Um, young people's mind and that's where they're learning things from yeah. and then the biggest problem is is that these people that are on these 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 things on these platforms mm -hmm. are not sharing a wide range of information for these young people to know to go off i think that's a loaded statement in and of itself because it all depends especially with algorithms it all depends on what you're interested in there is a market for you you just have to search for it. But I think a lot of this stuff is pushed forward. And let's not forget the intellectual talks. We all avoided that because that was that boring stuff in school. Well, I don't know, though. I don't think... I, I would say for myself... I, maybe, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. Maybe it's because... Mm. And that's what, it's all about your background, where you come from, you yeah. know, and all of those things shape it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for me, I still like to read today i don't get much of an opportunity to read mm -hmm. um but every opportunity i can get to pick up a book and read it then i try to do so but i feel like this world is so perpetuated with you know looking on the internet for information you know when the, inf the information mm. on the internet that is so widespread that yeah. you kind of means but despite of whether it is because you're talking about the algorithms let's even take like instagram for chance like before you when if you start an Instagram account mm -hmm. before you even get to decide what you like they're already telling you and suggesting things for you yeah, yeah what you think that they think that you might like despite even asking you a single question yeah, yeah because they're the popular thing exactly so but despite whether you want to you know black out all of these certain things mm -hmm. you know you're always going to come across it and it's always going to be something that's going to be thrown in your face do you know what I hear what you're saying on the social media age, but <clears throat> I think the social media age has just fast-tracked what was already happening. Because um, I'm about to get intellectual. Crap. Let's do it! Let's so do it! So what's it called? If I'm correct, there's this book I read called On Television. I think it's by, uh, what's it called? Well, let's say, let's put him on a broad banner of sociologists. I think his name is, um, is it John Baudrillard? Or something like that? And... It talks about post-modernity and hyper-reality. So, um, like, say in a small sense, you go to a store. Mm -hmm. When you clean up a store, you push everything forward because, so it looks full. Mm -hmm. But it's not full. But that's the reality of it because you want to go somewhere where it looks full so you could have your choice. Mm -hmm. But it's actually empty. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the whole trick in the mind space. Mm -hmm. And then when it's on TV, <clears throat> you're looking at, what's it called? Before reality TV, you're looking at soaps and that. You're looking at whole lifespans condensed to 
half an hour a day. Mm. So the pace that life is moving at is what's called. You think it's reflecting your life, but now you're reflecting TV. Mm-hmm. You're now creating a bubble for yourself in terms of expectations and uh, what's it called? What you want from life and what you don't want from life without mm-hmm. necessarily experiencing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. This is way before the social media age. So we've already been brainwashed into uh, what's it called? Believing we want certain things. Uh, let's look at fairy tales, mm. Disney movies. Yeah. We all want it. Do you, do you remember when you got Sky for the first time? When you were younger. And you finally got the Disney Channel, right? Because Disney Channel was only on Sky. Bam! Friday night movies! Oh my gosh. But all of those things, you know, it's like I used to... I'm trying to think of a programme, like, that I used to watch that I wanted to be... Like, I really wanted to be like them. And I wanted to live there. Like, even look at stuff like Sister, Sister that used to come on, like, Nickelodeon. Yeah, Sister, um, Sister. Keelan and Kel and stuff like that. We all wanted to kind of emulate yeah. that kind of lifestyle. Even if you break it down, those black those black shows, look at the size of the houses they were in. Mm-hmm. The sheer, what's it called, false reality there, I'm like... Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That t- exactly. I was like, this house is big. Even the Keelan and Kel's are like, hold on, wait. That's the kitchen? You can fit a table in there. Mm. You can actually eat in the kitchen separate from the living room. (laughs) But then again, that's why I'm saying to you, I think the problem is, is not being influenced because the relative situation is that we're always going to be influenced. Mm. But my main worry about it is, is what we're actually being influenced by. And when I think back to us watching Disney Channel and Nickelodeon and watching all of those shows and, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and and aspiring to have lives like that, that wasn't too much of an issue because those people reflected an educational background. You know, they reflected, you know, they showed, you know, they really taught us how to grow up. Mm-hmm. They taught us about relationships. Yeah. They taught us about friendships. They taught us about family. You know, all of these things were taught within these shows. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, in I this think that's an issue because again, that whole fit in a lifetime in half an hour, twenty minutes on TV. Yeah, and it's hard. It's yeah. difficult. It's like it's the same thing as well. It's like you know, like remember when <clears throat> Twitter was only one hundred and forty characters. Now it's doubled. Now it's doubled because the relative situation is is that you cannot explain something in clear. Like it, it wouldn't be like good and clear communication in order to you to fit something that needed to have some detail in 140 characters tell that to Katie Hawkins <laughs> that's why they invented Twitter Joe. <laughs> for people like her mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying isn't it like we you know despite all of that we were positively influenced it may make may, may have made us want to kind of seek something that maybe wasn't going to be our reality but it wasn't a negative reality. No, no. It wasn't something that was saying to you, you know, that you know you should go out, rob, steal, and er- kill. Everything and... told us to what's it called? Try and live a better life. Mm-hmm. Well, things about TV always told you that all of this stuff was really available to you. Mm-hmm. But how to get to it was the question. Mm-hmm. That's why you have a lot of nonsense mm-hmm. because certain things are put in our face that we want, but our life situation now can't get us that. Mm-hmm. So things are done by different means mm-hmm. okay well so when we're speaking about this now because obviously it, it sounds like we're going on to influencers mm. because you know I, I i can't lie to you. you you know me i write a blog as well so you know shout out the blog shout out the blog um diary of a lost soul Woo-woo. um not really lost in but- <laughs> 
Well, you thought south was, what's it called? You thought please east was down. let me live my life. Please I'm trying to. I'm trying to help life. you get a correct in Can it. I please be a Remember, po- east I- is not down, south is down. Can I be a podcaster, please? Be Can I? Podcaster. Can I please do that? Please, please. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> but like, so influencer, an influencer is now an actual job. Yeah. You it's can be hired to do that stuff. You can be hired. No, but it's not even like you can be hired to be an influencer. No, you can. But Mm. what I'm saying more about it is that you can actually decide Mm -hmm. that, like, let's say, like, I'm... 18 now mm-hmm. and whew, that was a long time ago but I was going to leave it silent you know? I was free I was like let's live the dream innit so I'm 18 now and I'm just looking at careers about what is I'm looking at the point of where I'm going to go to uni yeah. <laughs> um, and I can, grown beard, yeah. I can actually look <laughs> I can actually look down the road and say you know what I want to be an influencer but then the question is what are you influencing because uh, let's be honest I, like the kind of person that I was at 18 as well mm. you know I've, I've always been a strong minded you mean being 18 now being 18 now okay going to my my inner 18 year old mm-hmm. you know I was a strong individual person who had their own mind um, and realistically you know people would say to me oh you know like I admire like the kind of person that you are yeah so I could have looked at myself and said you know what based on that I could become an influencer but at the same time I didn't know where I was going so I I, I had no idea about where I was going what I was going to do with my life how I was going to go about it Mm. so the way how I personally see it is who am I to then go about and say that I could help direct people about what to do where to go how to live your life when I'm just trying to work it out myself as well do you know what? You, you say this, but I think that's more of a recent question for influencers. Mm. Because at the end of the day, this all started as people just blogging and posting their life, just enjoying what they've got, and then that resonating with people no matter what their circumstances. Mm. And then them wanting to ask questions to those people. Mm. It wasn't really a point where, yeah. I'm a straight influencer. There are certain people I just started, literally, like I said, just blogging their lives, having casual talks that people might have been interested in. Mm. And to be honest, you have this time where you have passive entertainment where something's on in the background and you're just picking up things mm. from conversations that might reflect your life at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting what direction you take. Of course, when you start getting those questions as an influencer, you don't have to take your role very seriously in what you're doing. But then, okay, so I, prior to this, obviously, I knew mm. I was going to speak about this today. So I actually looked up influencer to see yeah. what the actual description of what an influencer is supposed to be. So not the flu, not influenza. Not, not influenza, no. influencer. I just had to be clear, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was, first of all, I must say, it was very hard to find a description. Okay. You know, like usually when you look up for something, then you Google it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really hard to find an actual um, description because obviously it started coming up with just influence, and we mm-hmm. know what influence means. Yeah. Um, but in terms of influencer as a job, it was very hard. And what it said was a person or a thing that influences another, a person with the ability to um, to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media. Mm-hmm. So when I think about influencers, the people that come to my mind are people like, you know, Jeffree Star. Um, do, you know who Jeffrey, do you know who Jeffree Star is? You're talking I, to the wrong person. Je- right? <laughs> Jeffree Star is 
a you see the thing is that someone said I'm going to be Jeffree Star is a social media star alright and he does makeup hold on is he that guy that's what's it called I think I think I've heard of him is he that the guy the American guy yeah and he made sort of like Racial comments and sort of like sexual comments. Yeah, yeah. And I think he made one to um, Shawn Mendes. One Shawn Mendes, yes. Yeah, so okay, I do James know about Charles him. Situation, okay, yeah? I do know about yeah. him. Okay, I'm hip. I'm hip. So you got James. <laughs> I'm hip. So you got James Charles. You've got. You should know Zoella. You know Zoella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Zoe Sug, as they as they also call her as well. Yeah. Zoella. She does the, the ones that does the stuff in Superdrug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you know Zoella. I used to work there. Um, I could have been influenced her, but <laughs> the Towie stars. Okay. But anyways, Essex. I ain't seen them in time. You, you no, but they they they're always out. Like, let's look at Megan McKenna. You know, Megan McKenna is from um, the anyways Essex. I ain't watched that TV show in years, fam. <laughs> oh, well, right, who do you who do you remember from the anyways Essex? I just remember the phrase "ream." Oh, Joey Essex then. That, okay, him. Wow, that's so dated. You need to get back into this thing. I need to get back into trash TV. Yeah. Are you serious? You learn a lot from it. Anyway, let's. let's Did let's, we just say I learned it from trash? Yeah, you do. You do, you do. I'll get into that in a minute. That's okay. another. That's another conversation. All right. Um, but you got the Kardashians. <coughs> you got Jordan Woods. Okay, she's pretty. All those people are like considered as influencers, um, and sometimes I think to myself like. First of all, I question myself because all these people. This, I don't want to walk around saying that you have to become like have a degree to be an influencer. I'm sorry, but this is all thanks to Reggie okay about the Kardashians yes he started this so he's responsible for this rubbish then listen and realistically when we think back at it Kim Kardashian is probably and no do you know who's the starter of it Paris Hilton oh because she had that first sex tape Paris (laughs) outside of the sex tape though oh because she was in that thing with Nicole Richie yeah exactly and then she well do you know before there was an influence there was a socialite right exactly see now this is so socialite isn't actually a celebrity but they're a person that just knows people right exactly um and they are known for just being known in in the in the social social circles and just having money to be in those places and having money to be in those places Mm -hmm. um and as time has gone on you know you've got the Paris Hilton who I would say started it all and began creating a like a, a, a creating jobs off of it you know she started having her perfume line perfume still bangs to this day um her first one was the greatest um but what are you gonna say i'm just saying i think britney spears probably has the best celebrity perfume the most classic and best celebrity perfume she probably does but paris hilton's perfume was the first one was so great it was really compared good. to fantasy and midnight fantasy. no well, i'm not comparing it i'm just talking about in general talking about in general okay but what what I'm saying is for her, she was the first one of the first socialites to create jobs out of just going to like parties and stuff. Because prior to this, all she used to do was show up on the red carpet, and because she was a she was a Hilton, mm-hmm. you know, people knew who she was. But then she started her perfume line, and then I think she started going on into music. No, she went. She did the simple life. Yeah, she she's a DJ now though. You know. Oh, good for her. She's a DJ. I don't. I've never. Listened. And she makes music. She does music. Yeah. I wait. Are you sure? Yeah, she does. No, she, got, she makes what she made. She makes, no, she's made the music. She made, I watched the Kardashians, right? So she made a music video. Um, and she's talking about Kardashian talking about being nice and naughty. I can't, I don't know. I didn't so know. She's like, if you're going to be nice and naughty, something, something, something. I don't know. I don't know about that because I didn't listen to the song. I just saw it on the Kardashians. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. There was, there was an advert playing for the perfume because he's put the perfume in it. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, so you know, she started the perfume. She went into she did the simple life of Nicole Richie. I actually used to like that show. You that know? show was really really good. See, mm-hmm. that's, that's another, uh, you know, that was another program where it was where it was showing positivity because the girls were dumb stupid didn't know anything about Though it you know, was highly scripted it was but, highly scripted yeah. but at the same time we it was believable the fact that because they, they grew up with silver spoons in their mouth yeah. that doing menial work like and like, they, they lived on a farm for like a month or so um, you know and I did those things those are things that were believable so after all of that stuff with Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton then came Kim Kardashian and you know for Kim Kardashian the reality of the situation is Everything that they have is built on fake foundations, and this. No, is I, I thought, think it was a very big and long foundation. But that's the problem. You see, the problem is, is that they. I know where you were going, <laughs> but let's. Even where I'm taking it from the situation, when I and when I say fake foundation, I yeah. say from the sense of the fact that the woman has had so many surgical. Um, surgical operations done on herself I saw a picture of her before I was like who's that you know she's not who she is but she's made a business out of selling herself do you know what the the funniest thing I found she sold a book of selfies from her Instagram yeah she sold a book of pictures that are free on her Instagram and people bought it Oh my and lord! People bought it, and that's 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 the problem that I'm saying with influencers, and yeah. this is where I've got a problem because I feel like what happens then is that Joe Public, you know, everybody out, out there sitting out there is looking to this woman and saying, "I want the life that she has, yeah. and I want to follow the way in which she's done things." When the reality of the situation is, she has faked everything to do it. So what you're living up to is not Wait, the truth. They want to follow her path. Yeah, what? Do you know what I mean? What? I don't think radio is available. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to remember that the sex tape part of it has gone to bed, you know. It's only us that have been there from, like, the beginning. Because you have to remember that it's like... Do you remember when Drea said that you can delete your wholeness? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember I saw that, that interview. <laughs> I was like... Do you, remember you know when you were eating and you had to stop for a second? <laughs> she said she said that you can delete your wholeness. The reality of the situation is, is that you can actually... If you're famous... You can delete your wholeness. And you, know, reason, you can move past it. No, 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 no. Because you have to remember... You can be a whole for one person. No, but you can. You have to remember that. Kim Kardashian came into the spotlight when she was in her 20s. Mm-hmm. And lots of people now who idolise Kim Kardashian... Really? Yeah, for them is... Uh, listen, we were there for the first episode of The Kardashians. We know exactly how she got where she was. I'm not going to lie to you. I never watched an episode of Kardashians. Uh, it's, it's good to watch. Stop telling me these things. <laughs> It's good to watch, but that's what I'm saying, isn't it? It's like you know her, her wholeness has been deleted, so nobody now knows about her foundation of where it comes from. Everybody just looks at this woman who is a million. She's more than a million dollars. I don't even know. I can't remember. They did. They did the um the how much money she's worth, and I can't even remember how much it is. But she is I'll worth so much money. Um, when they marketed um the sex tape, mm. I think it just re- it reached a million dollars a couple years ago. Is it? Yeah. Just a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah, but come on, that. that's everywhere that's not for the, free now. Yeah. But no, it's been for free for time, but she thought she might as well make money from it. So you think about it. The fact it's everywhere for free, and it still made a million all this time. But they marketed that. They That's how they started the Kardashian show, though. And that's what I said. That's what. They, that's how they started everything. From it came out, they, they really spun it and made it something no, else. No, the businessman behind that. Come on now. Apps. 
clothing line, mm. perfume. How many shows? But this is what I'm saying, you see, and this is what happens now. So then you've got a whole, and, and even let's go back to you adult know, picture books. But let's go back to let's go back to um, you know the the point of her making the sex tape. So now for now, for the people that do know that she made a sex tape with Ray J, eighteen plus home, only, and their wholeness hasn't been and her wholeness hasn't been deleted for them. You have to think about it now. What do you think that resonates for young girls? In order for me to make money and for me to become famous, I must start a sex tape. And the reality of the situation is that there's lots of people that have done it. So do you have you ever did you ever watch the program Sixteen and Pregnant? Heard about it. Never so there's it. a there's, there's a mum on there called her name was Farah Abrahams and you must know her now because she just she just she's, she's, she's to be fair in my eyes I don't really like her as a person she's so messed up but she then made a sex tape. Oh yeah, you know her now, isn't it? Yep. So then she then made a sex tape and she say, sold it with the same person mm-hmm. who um, made the Kardashian sex tape. Kim Kardashian, I made a sex tape. Oh. And she made millions of dollars off of it. Mm-hmm. And she did it with a porn star as well. So that's how you know it was a calculated thing. It wasn't a of thing course. where it was where she was, you know, oh, I've I, I've got into a situation like the Mimi and um Mimi and Miko sex tape. Do you remember that one as well from Love and Love and um Hip Hop Atlanta? No response. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. What it then does is it says to people that if I then go and do that, then I can become famous. I can make a whole load of money. So it was going to a point where it was that people were actually making sex tapes because they knew it was going to skyrocket their fame Mm -hmm. or it was going to make them a lot of money. Fam, but you know what? There were even some. I remember this because I remember this one girl. I don't think she used it as a way to make money mm. I think she used it as a way to break out and have her own image mm. uh, what's it called um, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter oh my god that happened ages ago isn't it and now yeah. nobody knows anything about her no one knows anything about her but I remember there was this t- where well, it's still going on now where to people in terms of trying to break out of their family image of the nice girl yeah or yeah. that image from TV yeah people went to certain extremes yeah so sometimes and in many ways it could be indicative of the mindset of people mm. it's a way of trying to as a cry out or mm-hmm. a branch out mm-hmm. or trying to set yourself as something else mm-hmm. or just to like try to have a huge jump forward in your life change your image basically yeah see? let people see you as not this like nice wholesome young girl yeah. not but necessarily this person who you are but like like just know that i'm here yeah yeah and and that's another that's another thing because people can see that that has changed people's lives mm-hmm. so they they use it to try and change their lives yeah and the way that people might see them mm-hmm. but then what it ends up doing is it ends up damaging people i mean the reality of the situation is that everybody's that there's probably going to be a small circle of people that's going to have the kim kardashian lifestyle you know i don't even think it's small because i can have to think about this it's not so bad here as is in america mm. but the whole uh, what's it called stripper lifestyle oh, or God. the what's it called the whole um, bartender lifestyle mm. where you don't necessarily strip but you still look sometimes you may look better than a stripper mm-hmm. it's that thing where people are what's it called bad minding you mm-hmm. and talking down to you mm-hmm. for doing this mm-hmm. but this industry makes so much money mm-hmm. so you're not insulting the industry mm-hmm. you're insulting the people that are getting bread from it mm-hmm. so it's like how can I be angry at you if this is now a reasonable source of income? 
but that's that and that's what i'm saying that's for me that's mm-hmm. the problem that's the issue but we don't address it that way we address the people as if they're the actual problem yeah we call them the hoes yeah we we degrade them yeah we don't talk about the actual system that's in place mm-hmm. that has made people believe that that is a a, a valuable way in order mm-hmm. for you to get to a certain point isn't it and then when they've spun it into something like look at um, Amber Rose, her mindset but what's behind the slut walk. Mm. It's it's a very twisted mindset, mm-hmm. but I understand why she's doing it. I yeah. see why it's happened. Mm. She's basically used that mindset of you thinking of it as terrible as this, this, and this, and mm-hmm. said, "No, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. You just have to control yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll dress how I want to." Exactly. You know. It's like what's good if you you're talking this and but behind your head you're thinking. Let's be honest. How many people think? Amber Rose is a beautiful woman regardless mm. or just a, a sexy woman mm. you can talk down to any of but be honest if you think she's attractive no one's going to be angry at you mm-hmm. by the way no one's going to be angry at you at all mm-hmm. so for you to then be angry at her I was like this is the situation you've created you've made it seem like it's a what's called plausible lifestyle to live like this mm-hmm. but then you still want to talk down to her mm-hmm then she's going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Still talk down to her, but people are still paying her the money to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know where she is now, because... Oh, she just had a baby. It's good for she her. She just had a baby. She just had another baby with some music executive. She's moving up in the world, isn't she? Well, you know... Well, Kanye's, she's moving up. Kanye tried said that he had to have 30 showers after he... Well, before he got with Kim Kardashian, but his woman's sex tape is still all over the internet. <laughs> oh. apparently he apologised for that so we got to let him have that one didn't oh, did you go. see that moment he was like right I'm not comfortable you posting pictures online uh, let, let me tell you that is the biggest Kanye flip I've ever I heard know I was like wait hold, did you not know who you married <laughs> so I mean that then brings us into the next part of it which is around you know do we really do we believe that having influencers as like a job and a role and something that's really pushed in the industry do we think it's a positive thing or a negative thing depends on what well it depends on the most good message the influencer is saying mm-hmm. because a good influencer is going to be endorsed by people that want their attention because mm-hmm. of their following mm-hmm. so you'll have influencers that say someone who I was lucky enough to work with shout out Miss E.T. oh she's so lovely isn't she yeah. she's so lovely I like her spirit mm-hmm. so she's a positive influencer um, I don't have a bad word to say about her, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact she's probably getting endorsed by so many brands and this, that, and the other. Mm. But she's still staying true to her word mm-hmm. in what she wants to put forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, some people might be like, you, ha- you had the typical was like, okay, we're doing a fashion haul, but you know, half the time people have to be like, raw. So that's your buddy. Mm. It's like, I mean, for me, I, I think. I agree with you to a certain degree. I think, mm. I think definitely it depends on the message that's being pushed. But then at the same time, because the message being pushed is about promotion, yeah. the right message is never going to be pushed then, isn't it? Mm. So even if we take Missy T for example, she's not pushed within the right demographics that she should be. I depends mean, she's, what you mean by right demographic? Well, I think, she, I think she's in the right place. I definitely yeah. believe that she's in the right place because she's speaking to like young people, yeah. you know, coming up. I mean, she does speaks, it talks in churches and stuff like that. All so the time. She's in the right place for that yeah. for herself. But I'm talking about, this is something that should be shared more. If I turn on my YouTube now, mm-hmm. if I go onto my YouTube, you know, it's going to be lots of girls talking about makeup, you know, and hair, and the worst one that gets me, the worst, the one that really gets on my nerves, is my surgery journey. 
I don't know how many times what I've got to see about? girls who have gone to get like BBLs and stuff and then they're talking about you know their journey they've gone to Turkey they've gone to Cuba Mexico all of them places to go and get their BBL Wait, done the and then is they these do places videos. where it's not guaranteed safe well I mean these no, I've heard the Turkey one apparently ones in Turkey that are pretty good but when they're going down to them other places like I heard apparently people have died in Mexico on a people have table. died in Turkey though I swear yeah man I mean it all depends on where you go at yeah, the end yeah, of the yeah. day you know and it's the same thing with because you, you know obviously as well I, be, I watched recently K Michelle spoke about hers on Dr. Phil well she had to reduce that because that was just abnormally big but it's not even just about it being abnormally big it was actually damaging to her body but she was one of those people who back 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 in the day when butt injections had really just started coming out oh, yeah, so she was one of the ones that stuff. went into the you know the, the hotels back, yeah, 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 yeah. and got it done and, and by all means that was dangerous but I yeah. think in general just you know how many people that I hear is like if I sit like amongst not necessarily people that are younger than me but just in general yeah. they will say to me oh yeah I'm going to go and get um, a, a BBL because it doesn't cost that much and you know because let's be honest a BBL was a few thousand pounds it's a few thousand pounds. Let's think when we're looking at the general sal- general salary for yeah. people. This yeah, 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 yeah. People are earning enough money to save up for the BBL yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. to put it on like um, payment plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're going to do. Rather than you know people like us when we were around that age, we weren't getting paid that amount of money. So we had to go run on the street, <laughs> go and join your local gym, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But join you know, local gym. You were, you were, if you had money for them yeah, for yeah. membership because the gym came around in, within the recent years yeah. <laughs> the, no the cheap gym came around in the recent years <laughs> so um, you know it's just you, what happens then is that the like I said the, the, the stories of the Nissy T's and the, mm-hmm. you know even the new news and the, you know all of those people it gets pushed aside and what we people want to see is you know how to do you know eyeshadow and Fenty Beauty mm-hmm. and you know um, my BBL surgery story yeah. so it doesn't matter because the good stuff and the positive stuff that can really help and evolve people's lives mm-hmm. ends up going right at the back and it comes on what is the pop culture very true because what I've I think we've I think the time is moving but we're coming from an age where we were targeted What's it called? We're now ta- we're being, well, we were targeted from our fears. Mm-hmm. First, it was targeted from immaturity, mm-hmm. so appealing to like the ch- the children and people. Mm-hmm. That thing where, like, if you go back, what, 10, 15 years ago, mm. how many adults did you know were having games consoles? Mm. To now, you're battling online somewhere. No, oh, Call of Duty. <laughs> no, COD. Don't don't say the full thing. Cord. Just COD or C O D. Turn lock off the, the thing now. <laughs> lock off the podcast now if you're not gonna respect the thing. COD, COD. The cord. fact that you actually paused just to say Call of Duty. I knew you're trying to wind the thing up. Yeah. Cheek. <laughs> but yeah, um I think we're moving into an age from fear that's going into healing. So there's now more talks towards healing. But again, that's always how you spin it. Mm. Like, fear and healing, how you spin it is very similar. You're afraid not to look like this because mm. someone's put this forward. Mm. You want to heal in this direction because well, of what you're going through, which mm-hmm. could have been from fear. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when you look at what you don't have, mm. first of all, 
In fact, someone made it. Someone made an advert that was so poignant. Apple. Mm. Apple presents a spoon. Mm. And what's it called? They're using it upside down to try and eat cereal. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Present a problem you don't need. Just flip the spoon around. No. The solution was, okay, let me bang the spoon inside out. <laughs> so it's like, you just created a problem that wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally it. <laughs> a lot of this stuff is, you don't even need it. To mm. be honest, we're, we're, we've got such a fractured psyche for so many years. Or what's it called? Such um, sort of, how do I put it? Emotions just kept inside because trying to accept yourself comes from people accepting you. Yeah. So there's so much you hide inside and there's so much you don't really understand for yourself. So you're copying what someone else did and hopefully that will make you feel happy. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're coming from a place you don't really understand what you want. You think you know what you want at a certain time. We all grow past it at a certain point. Mm. Unfortunately, some of us don't. Mm. But it's that thing where... I don't really know what I want. I don't know who I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to find out, like, okay, I like this, but what if they don't like this? I'm like, well... Love it for yourself. Love you know it what? because you like it. If I let me find something, because I sent it to someone the other day, and then when I saw it, I deeped it in a big way. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, what's it called? One of Diddy's posts. Ah. Uh, hold on. He's the worst, though. <laughs> Let's not do that right now. It's the worst. Let's let's, let's 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 say that for another day. <laughs> ah, here we go. Okay, Diddy. I can't do his voice. Don't do his voice. It's Diddy. Uh, Hold up, it's Diddy. You know this is recording, right? Well, of course, you could just cut and you know. Maybe I won't. Yeah. You want me to sound foolish online? <laughs> All right. Some kind of friend you are. Okay. Let me tell you this. If you meet a loner. No matter what they tell you, it's not because they enjoy solitude, it's because they have tried to blend into the world before and people continue to disappoint them. Oh my God, that's out of my life. That's out of my life. When you fully deep it, when you hear people say, rah, I'm a loner, that's just the way it is, and I'm cool like that. Mm. No one starts off being cool alone because I'll tell you this, no one is actually born into this world alone. Mm-hmm. You have your family, but there are people all around you. Mm. You can never be born into this world alone. Mm-hmm. Someone, even before you realize, someone had to have let you down. Yeah. Someone has to give you like a full sense of security. Yeah. And you know, really flipped up and changed on you. Mm-hmm. And it just demonstrates to you that those are the kind of people that you don't need to be around. It's about you consistently having to keep removing yourself from groups of friends or yeah. people like that. That you just decide, you know what? I'm just so comfortable with myself and who I am. Or continue that, to fake it. Or just continue to fake it. Um, but then that's, yeah, that, and that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, this is what happens to our society. There's so much. If if all of us loners mm-hmm. like came together, yeah, then we would no longer be alone. Like if and that's and, and that's the thing that I say. That's the reason why I started this podcast mm. because I can't lie to you. I got tired of searching. I looked. I've only found one podcast that I've actually really liked. Oh, yeah? Two actually. One is you know. Do you know who Casey Neistat is? Casey Neistat is like a filmmaker, YouTuber. Mm-hmm. He's a filmmaker over, over, overall, but yeah. he does things on YouTube. He's a really good filmmaker. And he put together a podcast with his wife. And it's really funny because, you know, they're just two, they're completely different people. Yeah. And, you know, I really, as I was looking, at, when I was looking at relationships, because obviously I've been in a relationship for six years, 
Um, I found Show off. that it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or not. We'll see. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, 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 whoa, whoa. We'll see. Whoa. No, I'm joking. I'm whoa. joking. I'm joking. Um, but, you know, I struggle to find podcasts about mm-hmm. relationships that appeal to my relationship. Oh, and I couldn't find it. So then I, I, I found this podcast. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, um, you know, Oprah. Oprah's Soul Sunday Sessions oh, yeah. which is just all about uplifting life and that's what I'm saying I tried the Receipts podcast I tried um, you know Back Chat I tried um, what was the other one um, Free Shots of Tequila I don't even know where you went to Back Chat I mean, I mean it wasn't like I tried Back Chat to find anything from it but I wanted the thing is, is that I want to prom- I want to I want to you just anything. wanted something to identify with something to identify with but also as well that I want to support my community mm-hmm. you know I want them to produce something that speaks to us and not just the negative sides of us because let's not get it twisted what Back Chat represents actually does represent black people to yeah. a certain degree yeah. this is how we are even when you see the way how people are talking this is how passionate we are in conversation yeah with a group of black people if you put like if you had like two separate rooms mm-hmm. where you've got a group of black people talking yeah. and a group of white people talking yeah, yeah. we will end up looking like the back chat crowd because no, we're true. so passionate it's about true. things you know and that's how we converse we're loud mm-hmm. we laugh loud we do everything with our movements yeah. if we laugh we have to run around the whole room trust <laughs> start <laughs> jumping and stamping <laughs> like some know, tribals going on that's us but then at the same time like, we're at <laughs> We're a bunch of also intellectual and educational individuals who can share things that, you know, just aren't about the cultural norms and the pop culture. Yeah. We can really talk about some things and be as honest and truthful and heartfelt as possible. And I really felt that that's what Backchat was missing because it was all about just trying to appeal to, Mm -hmm. like, the people that I probably tried my best to stay away from in school, college and university. (laughs) But do you know what? I say this... But I think remember well, when I still watch Back Chat, also watched the, uh, is it Reese Parkinson? Yeah, I really like him. Though. He's yeah. cool. I watched the uh, um, Reese Parkinson one on ones, and I found that I generally took a liking to a lot of them individually. Yeah. So I just think, uh, what's it called? It's that weird thing where you elevate casual conversation, expecting to be enlightened, mm-hmm. when you shouldn't. You shouldn't expect to be enlightened from casual conversation yeah this should be common sense to you mm. or you should at least understand that this is what someone believes that's not your belief mm. you don't have to shut them down yeah because of what they believe but also as well do you know really got on my nerves they didn't know what they were talking about as well so i watched one of the recent ones and they were talking about you know if you get into a really you should only get into a relationship if you've got money now let's be honest right and one of the girls said something so dumb where my 30 year old brain was thinking you idiot like she said something about how she can't date somebody with less than a credit score that's either 400 or 500 now baby wait, wait, girl one second, one second, one second, one second. yeah wait no do the simone tone do it properly so she said no no do the do the simone tone don't do baby girl do it properly baby baby girl that wasn't that wasn't good that wasn't good i'm not doing I'll do, that i'll do the man version <laughs> baby girl so for me like i was just like do you actually know mm-hmm. what Somebody, somebody's credit is like if they've got a 400 to 500 credit score. How would you know that's that? That's dead credit. No, but they don't mention it then. Don't say it like you know because then what Wait, you're doing... Does, does she know her credit score? I don't mean, I don't know. Um, but she, it's more about the then fact again, that... that's not my business, but okay. But then it, the, my problem with it was that then you're then There's going to be some young girl who's going to be watching that mm-hmm. and then says, you know what, I need to get a guy who's got a 400, something over a 500 credit score. Mm-hmm. The guy's broke. 
the guy's broke. The 500 credit score is not good. That's somebody who's possibly could have CCJs. <clears throat> you know, and if you're not clued up to know that, then how can you be spouting that into the universe to people that don't have information? Because that's what you're giving to them. You're giving them information and so-called knowledge of stuff that you don't have. You know, and, and that's why I, I get so mad and I get okay. so angry. He, he and that's also why it is that I started this podcast. Here's also so another tired. problem, though. There's one thing I think people tend to... What's it called? They tend not to do. And that is research when someone has said something. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so quick to agree with someone because they like them. Mm. And they're so quick to bash them because they don't like mm. them. And, like, again, you can't respect respect someone's opinion. But also understand that if someone says something, question, question it, even if it's an intellectual uh, thing, or just for a debate, question it. See where they're coming from. Mm. See if you actually agree with it. Mm. Because... Again, there's this whole sheep mentality, passive entertainment. Mm. Uh, so it's like, do you really believe that? Or do you just like someone else to just follow them? But that's what influencers do, though. That's mm. the point. You've got to build your brand enough so that people like you. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily, you know, speak, like, knowledge. Like, let's say, like, you, you go, you, you've started making, like... You're a blogger, let's say, let's say to speak, and you make posts about fashion. People like you so much. Then they say, people really like this person. Now we've got an event. Let's get this person to speak. This person now starts speaking at events, not mm. knowing what they're talking about, not knowing what they're doing, and all of a sudden they become an influencer. And that's why I'm saying that's where, that, that's where I get so messed up about it. And that's the reason as to why it is, and probably even that we couldn't find, you know, a proper description of what the mm-hmm. job is because there really is no description of what the job actually is and what the role is it's just about having that likeable quality and then somebody using that likeable quality Mm -hmm. to continue to get people to keep promoting their products to keep spending money and to keep you know having an interest in what this person does from day to day and then when it reaches that point it's kind of up to the influencer to sort of tailor what they want to influence yeah but again they've got their it's this weird thing now Sometimes an influencer can't be held responsible for the life they want to lead, but I do think there should be some kind of disclaimer. Just remember, what disclaimer that says I don't know anything. What no, I'm no, no, about. I'm no, 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 not I'm just, just that. The face. I'm just the <laughs> no, not that. But sometimes just let you understand what this person is about, and then mm. people also need to understand that on social media you post what you want people to see mm. in all honesty no one should actually try and pick t- what piece together someone's entire life from their social media same way as you can't piece together somebody's life from 140 characters exactly mm. but this is the thing we're in now it's like because the way social media works we don't want the long narrative mm, we want the shortest possible yes as quick as possible exactly. as fast as possible yeah so we're we're turning lifetimes of context and experience into anecdotes and memes mm. yeah mm-hmm. and then what people are not realizing is that uh, what's it called you're telling some of this but it's got your context mm. but you've had to shrink it down for them yeah so now they've got to make of that what they will but they don't have your context mm. so it's like okay uh what's it called fuck bitches get money mm. and like there could be a context I'll, first i'll say who hurt you <laughs> i'll say who hurt you what? daniel caesar <laughs> 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 I had to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, but then I had to say, okay, 
there must be a context to that. There must be a story to that. Some people are not interested in it's like, oh, really? Is this what it's like out here? Mm. Fine. Fuck bitches, get money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that we've said all of this, I'm more focused on, you know, what the plan can be to kind of change the content that's out there. To have, I don't know, I feel like there needs to be some level of direction for the role of an influencer. Um, I think right now that's in, in the influencer's hands. And it's hard to say that because taking that role upon himself could easily mean giving up certain endorsements. But that's what I'm saying. I disagree, you know. I, and I, that's where I'm going around the thing of, for me, I feel like influencer shouldn't be a job. Mm. And if somebody shouldn't be getting money to influence people. Yeah. I think it should be something that you do based off of the love and the passion that you have for something. Mm. So it's like people who want to, you know, change like climate change. Yeah. Or environmentalists. Mm. They, you know, will do it for the love of the fact that the earth is going to be restored. You know, they wouldn't necessarily get paid. They would start charities off that basis. At the same time, you know, for me, I feel like we need to have a more balanced view mm-hmm. of lifestyles. We need to not just show the glamour, the glitzed up, the designer, the fancy car, the fancy body range of things. We need to see the hard times and the difficult times and the sad times and the struggling times. I think we're getting, that's why I said we're, we're moving into a time of healing. Mm. We're moving into that direction. I just dread the day when it's going to become marketable for someone to post their pain and then earn money from it. Yeah. Like, I think I there was this, what's it called? Some, I think I saw something on social media where this woman, she, uh, she started a fund me for, um, what's it called, her wedding. Mm-hmm. Then they said they reached their target, but then they've now changed their mind. Yeah, They're going to go for that. a pre, what's it called, pre-honeymoon. Yeah, with the money. Yep, and then they were like, oh, yeah. When they do get married. Yeah, and then what's called going to have a bigger and better wedding, so keep donating. Yeah. I was like, what's it called? These people have put their money towards this. Mm-hmm. And then, what's it called? She's now angry and what's called just painted a negative picture of me. Mm-hmm. And in fact, some of that money mm-hmm. for health insurance, I mean, what's called for health care, because what's it called? fell into depression and left to go from like if you want to keep donating because you're going to have to use some of that money and also towards some of these health bills please do wow but then that's not that's not even that that in my eyes I look at marketing pain that just looks like stupidity no it's stupidity but what's it called I just think that we, we can actually do this like what we're doing right here this conversation that we're having right now yeah yeah and I think what's it called when you don't understand the response... Everyone has a responsibility to an extent. Well, I think personally, everyone has a responsibility to help each other. Yeah, you are your brother's and your sister's keeper. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to uplift each other anyway. And the full-on joke is, and this is where sometimes I respect the working environment, there are certain rules about elevating each other. Mm. It's almost like the whole work mentality, the whole contract mentality, mm. means that you have to do this for certain people. Mm. Don't get me wrong, it's not done right. Because again, a business is a business and they will cut you off when they need to. Mm. But it's almost like the work environment means that you have to level up. And there will be people that will, what's it called, either what's it going to help you level up mm. or leave you as it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is up to you. Mm. So it's almost weird that a whole work mindset can actually benefit a personal, what's it called, 
way to interact with people yeah because let's face in the work situation we've both been there mm-hmm. there are people that we would never talk to outside of work mm-hmm. and like but in work we're having real down-to-earth conversation with these people yeah it's like they almost become our family outside of family yeah but you wouldn't be there outside of work no so it's almost like because you're forced into or even what's called first university where you have to live with these people mm. now i'm not gonna lie a lot of people were living in, with different people because mm-hmm. you thought you could do it the second year mm-hmm. but in the first year you dealt with a situation you had no control over yeah that was it mm-hmm. so you made the best of it mm. so when it came to you was good you having control it became a thing of where who's actually in control mm-hmm. because that right that time was down to the uni yeah this time the responsibility was on a new lot yeah and we know how responsibility affects a lot of people mm-hmm. but that's what I'm thinking as well that's where for me it puts it back into the influencers hands mm-hmm. there is that you are marketing yourself yeah and the question for yourself is who do you want the world to see you as mm. you know do you want the world to see you as somebody who um, you know just goes with the crowd mm. or do you truly want people to learn from the stuff that maybe you didn't get right or you know maybe even you know to learn from stuff that you maybe you even struggled with and that's what i'm saying it's not even about sitting here and consistently talking about your pain it's just having real and honest and down-to-earth conversations mm-hmm. about life because the relevant situation is these people that look up to these influencers are not the our ages no. they're younger they no. haven't even started yet because nope. when i look at the people that i look up to like my Still favorite person st- exactly and you know it's i the person that i look up to the most right now and she's i tell you what she's a hard person but she oh she's so great is ayana van zandt now ah, i love okay. watching i love watching ayana van zandt fix my life because she's so real at this stage of my life where man mm-hmm. that's a woman that's like i know she must be like in her 60s by now looks and good though she looks really good but that's Listen, a woman that she's 20 years older uh, wow don't do it that's a 20 years <laughs> don't older don't do it 20 years older <laughs> But she's the kind of person who, for me, at the stage oh, wait, of where... sorry, I'm, I'm 18. Sorry, I'm 18 for the podcast. <laughs> at if the I stage, 40 years older... At the stage of where I'm at in my 30 years of life... Oh, why are you going to reveal it? I, you know, I want it straightforward and real. Mm-hmm. I don't want it dressed up and cushioned and because life is hard. Yeah. So I don't want anybody to sugarcoat it for me. And she doesn't do that for me. She keeps it and gives it to me very real. And I really, really rate her for that. And that, for her, she's an influencer to me. So people have to mm. think about, you know, and look at what it is. And, th- and that's another thing, because we put it into the influencer's hand, but it's also the yeah. people that are listening as well and the people that are watching and following. You have to work out what it is that you want from this individual. Don't look up to that person yeah. because you want their lifestyle, because what they're giving you isn't even their lifestyle. They're giving you a snapshot of what their lifestyle actually is. You want to look up to somebody who gives it to you in the way in which it really is. And also what your heart truly speaks to, not what your mind says that mm-hmm. or the world says mm-hmm. that you should have. Do you know what? I was just thinking as well. Sometimes it's truly about recognising your own pain. Because mm. there's times when you can be distracting yourself mm. and you don't even know why you're in pain. Mm. Uh, I think I'll put it perspective. So my favourite Disney movie, I'm not saying it's the best, so no one come at me. If it's crap, you're going to get dogged for it. <laughs> don't, no, 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 no. Don't. The that you said dog, though, my favourite Disney movie is a goofy movie. Oh, my God, I love that film. That's but, so cool. No, you. I get with you. I'm moving yeah, on yeah, that yeah. one. Now, I'm not saying it's the best, but it's my favourite Disney movie. Yeah. Um, even though it's got two songs. What's it called? Eye to Eye. Yeah. The other one I can't remember right now, but they both bang. I bang mean, there's more me. songs in them, but... There's yeah. the two, there's the yeah. rhythms. Yeah. 
dark thing. I never deep why I like it so much. But then looking back at it, I'm like, hold on, wait. It's about fostering and building strong relationships mm. from two different generations mm. and actually trying to understand each other. Yeah. And actually gain a sense of truth. Mm. And like, it's father and son as well. Exactly. Now me, well, that's for another podcast, isn't that it? That is for another podcast. Yeah. But uh, And then from there, this whole journey, they got to bond and really understand each other. Mm. So it wasn't a thing where, okay, you have to play a role as the father, which like, what's it called? Um, the other guy's dad, I think Pete. Yeah. His dad. Yeah. Like he was like, okay, you have to be this and this for them to know, to know and to know who you are and know their place around you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that could be detrimental to your kid. Yeah. Like you saw from the way Pete would behave. Mm. Like he'll be Pete would have everything, but I'll be so excited to see Max mm-hmm. because yeah. Max seems like he has everything more together. Yeah. And like he seems to be that guy. Yeah. But Pete has everything that Max would want. Mm. So I was like, yeah, the crossing of a generation actually understand and build a healthy dialogue because you're not living up to the expectations of the other person yeah you're understanding who that person is yeah and oh yeah now that's why it relates because then you're what's it called you're not just being fed something and just absorbing it as gospel truth Mm -hmm. you're really delving and doing what's it called your background reach i'm not gonna lie it's not easy because sometimes you don't have the time to do that with someone no and like sometimes those chance meetings can be almost everything to you Mm mm-hmm but I think that's what I really like that movie. Deep in it now, it's like you actually got to know each other yeah. and know where each other stands. Yeah. And actually build a proper relationship. See, this is why I like our generation because we just got so much education at that time. We probably didn't know it, but because now Because we, we can see the bullshit from the previous generation and the bullshit of the, what's it called, generation after us. Yeah, it's true. But I want to thank you for talking about this topic with me on the first ever podcast on the Passionately Speaking podcast. We lighting more candles. No. Well, it's passionate though. Will you come back again? Or should I dim the lights? Will you come back again? No. Will you come back again? Okay. Will you be on the passionate, passionately speaking podcast again? As long as we can dim the lights and get passionate. Oh, anyway, since it's ten years of friendship, I've had to deal with this. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say if you have any questions because I don't really have a platform for you to have any questions. But obviously, within time, hopefully, this will evolve. Um, but yeah, you heard it here first on the Passionately Speaking podcast. Don't know. Wait, don't end it there though. Because like, if you want to at me, like I've got some. Oh yeah. So sorry. I've, you got you got to share. You got to share. You. Okay. So um, you can find me and my art killing it as usual at Nigel K S Art. So that's Nigel, as in you know Nigel Ben, Nigel Mansell. What's it called? <laughs> the what's it called the We Cast Nigel from EastEnders back in the day. K S. And then art on all social media platforms. And then, obviously, as you know, that I've just said, I, I write a blog, which is called Diary of a Lost Soul. You can find that at www.diary-app. No, dash diary of... Oh, it's getting a bit mad here. www.diary... All that passion got to the brain, <laughs> innit? Dash of... Dash a... Dash lost... Or so, dash oh, my God. You just had to make um, it difficult, didn't you? And then also I am on Instagram. I am on Instagram as at Diary of a Lost Soul too, all together. So someone stole Diary of a Lost Soul? Yeah, there's Diary of a Lost Soul, Diary of a Lost Soul 1. And actually, I don't know if there's a Diary of a Lost Soul 1. I just put Diary as a loss of a Lost Soul 2 because it's like you are a diary. You are a Lost Soul 2. Mm-hmm. So am I. You get it? Okay. Hey. Ah, okay. She's smart. <laughs> 
She loyal. Thank you guys for listening and hope you come back soon.